Welcome to the Biting Side mini podcast where I make a point to keep things really personal. Sometimes I feel insecure, like maybe I'm obsessed with relationship or um, the way that people interact and social dynamics like that because I'm single or, you know, that it's like indicative of some wound or thing that I'm just perpetually trying to heal. Um, And there's plenty of that that can absolutely be in there. Uh, But I did hear um, Jason Gaddis. I'm definitely going to throw his name out there because I think um, people should check him out. It's spelled J-A-Y-S-O-N Gaddis, G-A-D-D-I-S. But um, I heard him say something. uh, It was something along. This is not a direct quote, but definitely this is what it was like, uh, that so many people don't feel good about themselves. um, And it's because of relationship issues, because we feel like we should be farther along than we are. And we have a sense of that. Um, And so it kind of makes us feel even worse uh, because we feel like this should be something we know about. Um, and I think that that is kind of a correct sense um, because in a fundamental way we should, but it shouldn't make someone feel bad about themselves because the truth of the matter is that we weren't educated properly. We don't spend time and energy as a culture educating people on how to handle issues with relationships. Um, But this is, you know, this was what perked up my attention because I thought, okay, no, no, this is a great reminder. I probably, well, one, I was interested, heavily interested in human interaction and human relationships even before I was a single person. Um, So my interest in it has been lifelong. And yeah, uh, maybe it's because I had relationship issues with my parents that were never um, resolved. I was never given that opportunity. Uh, We couldn't uh, work through it smoothly and skillfully. Instead, it was just sort of, you know, we're supposed to just forget about it or yell about it. um, And somebody would be right and the other person would be wrong or whatever. Uh, Classic, classic relationship issue stuff. Um, And yeah, so maybe that contributed to my interest in relationship, but there's no way to tell. Either way, it's definitely, he points out that so many people don't feel good about themselves and it's because of relationship issues. And that is just a standalone statement. And it really can hardly be refuted Um, And it doesn't have to do with romantic relationship. Like the word relationship, I guess, often a lot means romantic partnership, but it just means relationship issues. Even people that say they don't like relationships or they're not that type of person or they don't like to read articles about what they can do to improve their marriage and they're not that into uh, these type of dynamics and they roll their eyes about it. Well, even those people they don't feel good about themselves. Not like the ultimate, I don't know, but there are ways in which they do not feel good about themselves due to relationship issues. Probably they don't feel good about relationships and aren't interested in working on marriages. And the reason they roll their eyes in the first place is because 
of relationship issues and they're just handling it by trying to avoid it um, or, you know, not to go into that realm because they kind of are not educated on it. Like the same way that people try to avoid things they're not good at or say that they don't like things that they're not good at. Um, or if they're not skilled or if they don't have a certain skill, it's not smooth, um, then they don't do it. They don't want to do it. It totally flavors how they see it. They don't want, it's just, you know, not my favorite. Uh, and it basically boils down to, I'm not skilled at it. Uh, so there's that. And, you know, work relationships, even people that are workaholics and avoid their personal life or don't have a personal life, um, really, and don't have these deep emotional connections at all. Okay, even that person, when they're working with other human beings, even if they have a job where they are the sole proprietor and they don't work with other coworkers, but they have to work with human beings who are their customers, uh, either getting these customers to uh, believe in their product or buy their product or, you know, whatever, servicing them, answering uh, whatever questions they have. Uh, they have to deal with humans, and it's these human relationships, um, these ways that we relate to others that contribute to so much of our heaviness, so much of our problems, so much of what we don't feel good about ourselves. Um, and maybe it's not as direct as not feeling good about yourself. Maybe it doesn't come out as low self-esteem or the way that that phrase might be taken in a superficial level, but a deeper level, like the things that just don't feel good in our person, the things that weigh heavy on us, the things that are, you know, sticky gears, the things that are not smooth and functioning properly, the things that feel yuck, the things that, um, yeah, unresolved or just unenjoyable the things that don't feel good inside of ourselves. Um, those things are so often about relationship, even if it's just like, oh, I had to deal with so many customers or I had to do all the sales today or something. But when we are relating to other humans, okay, so work, but yes, um, partnerships and romantic elements or relationships with your kids um, and parenting them and uh, relationships with friends, you know, how they evolve over time and which friends are still your friends and whether you can trust your friends and how you navigate issues with your friends or if you don't agree with X, Y, or Z um, that they said or that they did or how they treated you or you got your feelings hurt or your spouse's family members, uh, like, you know, parents-in-law or something and the issues that may come up there, just relationships. I mean, I know so many people, <laughs> it's a joke. It's a common societal joke to talk about wanting to avoid your in-laws or, you know, stuff like that. Um, because it's a different family dynamic and, and wanting to avoid your own family. So same deal, your own parents uh, and the unrest that's probably there in your person about your own parents, even if you are someone that generally considers themselves to get along with their parents. You know, you don't actively fight, but you probably don't actively desire their company either. Um, 
because it's just not that fun or there's not a lot of connection or it doesn't feel that warm or there's just that relationship rub that human relating stuff going on that just doesn't feel so great in your person um or you have leftover stuff that doesn't feel great from stuff that happened between you before and it's just still there because it never got handled and you can push past it and just carry on as though it hasn't happened but because it's still there you don't have an active enjoyment of being around them and then some people do enjoy their families and those are usually people who are better at relationship skills and better at working out problems um I don't know and then there's other reasons there's all kinds of other reasons too um other ways that uh yeah I won't even go into there but so you know family uh so many different ways that you can be having relationships, so many different ways that this statement that he made makes sense. Um, because it does kind of all boil down to relationship. I, an example that happened, you know, even just yesterday, a friend of mine is in a really stressful work environment. Um, and a lot of her workers got, uh, you know, in the office that she works at got fed up and wanted to leave or all walked out, you know, to say like, we're not going to do this anymore. Um, and you know, I'm sure that was a stressful day. Absolutely. But she ended up saying something about like, I had to take a Xanax after work cause it was just so stressful. Now, you know, I'm, I'm not, diminishing that at all but I'm also betting that it wasn't the conflict and the relating and the problems that came up were probably extra stressful because they weren't handled well because we don't have skills because it's about time that we admit to ourselves that we have not been taught these things we don't have to feel bad about it we don't have to sort of hide it as our own personal shame, feeling this like intuitive feeling that we should be better at this. I mean, why in the world can't I even, um, you know, get along with my parents or why can't I get over what happened to me as a kid or why can't I handle the people in my office over, you know, this conflict that happened? Why can't we work this out? There's, you know, this feeling of shame and additional layer of overwhelm because it just like reminds you that working with people is so hard and sucks and that we're so not good at it. And it's maybe even depressing because it's sort of something that puts it right in front of your face that we don't even know how to resolve a conflict. This can't even happen. People lose faith in the ability of uh, a conflict to get resolved. They lose faith like this won't even get worked out. And I know it. it's just going to be a big explosion and a nightmare and cause me lots of stress and anxiety. And where do you think the anxiety is coming from? Uh, you know, why someone would have to take a Xanax is because it's um, or feel like they have to take a Xanax because I don't know that you ever have to. Uh, but whatever. I mean, different, <laughs> different topic, different day. Uh, but because that anxiety of, you know, this isn't going to get worked out. This is so horrible. This is um, a nightmare. This is fight or flight. Your nervous system gets triggered in that deep survival, huge, ultimate fight or flight stress because 
um, well, for lots of reasons, but definitely in part because you don't totally trust that it will get resolved because the skills aren't there, because you don't even have the skills and you're not even trusting yourself to get through it and work on it and get it resolved. Um, There is an element that feels like this is emotional safety uh, or there is no emotional safety. This is emotional death or it could be emotional death because I have no emotional safety. I might be totally shredded to bits. I might experience deep emotional trauma because you kind of know that you are skillless. You have no ability to handle this. There's not going to be where you don't trust you and you don't trust the others to navigate this skillfully, even though there's a giant emotional issue. Um, So you don't, you know, you don't trust that uh, resolution can happen or that progress can be made or that something productive can happen uh, and that it won't be emotional death. And, you know, so there's there's all these reasons that your nervous system just gets activated to this state. Um, and even handling that kind of makes you feel this twinge of intuitive I should be able to regulate my own emotions too, but I'm also really not skilled at that. Or, you know, not regulate them, like suppress them, which is pointing out another problem is like, I think most people understand regulating emotions as like shutting them down, suppressing them, don't have them, uh, quiet them, shush them. Uh, Just like regulating the emotions in a child is like shushing them, uh, getting them to stop crying. That's not regulating the emotions at all. Instead, it has to do with something completely different. It has to do with um, feeling them, recognizing them, and putting them where they need to go. Just like a mess on the floor, you know? All right, what is all this stuff? Let me sort through it, put it in the proper place, clean it up, um, but let it be. Like, let it, you know, these things are these things. And, um, I don't know. It's not about stuffing it. It's not about grabbing it and like stuffing it in a corner. Uh, it's just looking through it, sorting it, putting it where it needs to go, uh, handling it. If something got broken, repairing it um, or cleaning up the glass, making sure it doesn't cause further injury and cut people because it's broken. Or you know, So all of these things, all of these metaphors, hopefully you're reading into what I'm saying here. But, you know, if there's um, a lot of anxiety realizing where is this where is this coming from and where do I need to put this or direct this energy that's bubbling up how do I smooth it out how do I clean it up how do I you know and if I need to put this energy towards repair um, who do I repair with or is it with myself repair in myself okay what needs to happen to repair in myself and you know what do I need to do to make sure which pieces are broken, which pieces are sharp and could potentially cut or injure me or others. And then what do I do to get those pieces out of here um, so that they are no longer put here to hurt others? You know, emotional pieces, my anger or, uh, you know, what so-and-so, um, what I'm thinking of doing to so-and-so out of my anger or, you know, um, like saying this to them or whatever. So anyway, that is another area that we just haven't been educated, but okay, then can we get serious about 
getting that education or building those skills. And like we think of education as someone else is going to tell us how to handle this. And there are some people out there that are taking some great stabs um, at being able to educate the public on how to gain these skills of how to handle conflict, how to handle human relations, um, relationships, um, how to handle regulating your own feelings or regulating again, I'm going to pull away from that word, how to handle um, your own feelings, how to handle putting them where they need to go and doing a real uh, cleanup, a real resolved, you know, uh, fix up or clean up in the way where everything gets handled and put in its proper place, whatever. There's people out there that are doing that. Um, you know, Jason Gaddis comes to mind again. And then, you know, Bre- Brene Brown is also another person that I think uh, talks a lot about those types of things. And so anyway, it's not like for me to sit here and spat out names. My point was people are taking stabs at that and researching stuff and learning more. They're taking more interest in this problem that seems to be creating so much of what we deal with Um, as human beings, especially in our internal world. The reason why we have so much uh, need for Xanax or whatever, whatever it is, alcohol abuse or uh, a lot of depression or overeating or just anything. Um, it does, uh, they're, they're working on these things and, and so that they can pass it on as education. But um, there's another type of education and you don't have to wait until someone's got the answer that's been proven to start building your skills you can build skills by trial and error. You can build skills by reading up and formulating your own ideas. You can build skills not by just sitting still in a classroom waiting for the education to be imparted on you. Because I think uh, some people just take that approach. Um, get active, self-learning. Now, I don't mean just like, you know, wildly experiment with like, people's emotions although I guess that could work too you know especially if you're really serious about trying to get it right and you're looking at what didn't work and trying to do something different the next time well okay experimentation is fine I mean allowed absolutely it could get you somewhere um but you know it can be informed experimentation too you can kind of collect information and continue to learn about how to be more informed about it it can be a combo but certainly waiting for the education to just be handed to you or waiting until the decision has been made or waiting until society starts to impart it on us again is a part of our natural learning like you know parents start to teach it to kids and stuff like we can't that didn't happen. You know, it's been lost a bit. It's been lost and we're trying to refind it. And maybe it was never found. Maybe it wasn't lost. Maybe it just like wasn't we were not evolved enough to know these things yet. But it's definitely time. It's time we're in a new stage of our human development and it's time to develop these skills because so much of what we are dealing with, so much that is causing us discomfort and all of that not good stuff, you know, not feeling good about ourselves or not feeling good in ourselves um, for any various reason has to do with that, has to do with I don't have and didn't have and was never taught and never participated in skillful human relationships where everybody um, 
mattered and uh, conflict was resolved. Conflict wasn't anything that we were scared of. And we didn't have total fight flight responses just over this, you know, any forms of conflict that started to show up because we trusted ourselves, our abilities and the other people around us abilities to get to a place of resolution to do this safely. Uh, just like, you know, obviously expert, um, expert, let's say kayakers don't necessarily um, and certainly not regularly have a complete fight or flight adrenaline rush response over putting their boat in water because they have developed the skills. They trust their skills to handle themselves um, on the water in those in those trying and difficult situations um, for whatever challenge pops up. And it's the same thing. We, you know, we develop skills and relationships and especially in conflicts, then we can trust ourselves and trust how we navigate um, people. And so it doesn't have to feel so stressful. We don't have to be stressed in the moment or stressed from the past or, um, yeah, just clueless on how to relate or how to do things when they come up in relationships, even like with our kids, like, oh, oh, my God, my kid is crying. I'm totally stressed or, uh, you know, I'm going to have to hang out with my kids all day or there's going to be whatever. Just the things, the things that cause us um, discomfort or someone doesn't like me. Um, that causes a lot of discomfort and um that would be a lot easier to handle if we had skills that we could, you know, emotionally regulate like, oh, they don't like me. I, um, I'm sad about that, but I can handle that. Um, or if they don't like me, I can go and ask them about it if I'm curious about it. And it's causing me to stress not to know. I'm not afraid to go and ask them about it because I trust myself that I'll be able to navigate that. And then it's not going to turn into some sort of nightmare blow up. Um and that they, I trust them too. We have skills. We can understand each other and reach a point of understanding and then go our separate ways. They don't have to like me and I can at least deal with um, whatever anxiety by understanding it and feeling resolved about it and moving onward um, and handling my own sadness um, or uh, disappointment about it. So anyways, that I just think that it's really, maybe I'm not just a crazo who's, uh, obsessed with human relationships, or maybe it's not just my wound, um, showing itself. And maybe it is either way. Um, I do think that it's more than just me. I think that it is because I see it as a really big thing that would be so relieving to everyone um, if they made relationship more important, relationship skills, learning to navigate relationships and conflict skillfully, they made it a bigger priority and weren't just waiting for somebody to, to tell them how. And they weren't just... Um, yeah, kind of like waiting for society to start dripping it to them, um, but took it on as their own personal, uh, with their own personal energy and drive as their own personal goal, because it would just, uh, because is nothing but that it is 
something that just directly affects them. It is something that, um, you know, is a direct skill that they need every day, all the time. So thank you so much for listening. I've always loved playing with ideas, but usually they just aren't at all what others come up with. So that has made me feel weird for most of my life. Uh, But now I'm determined to take what makes me weird and to try to make it useful. So come and check out all the other podcasts and things that we've got going on at weirdisuseful.com.